Dewana Carl with A Weary She Encourages. As I approach my third year as a Christian podcaster, it has taken me a long time to learn some things and I bumped my head and I know that I have a lot more to learn, but what I have learned, I wish somebody would have told me. So I wanted to take this time out to encourage Christian podcasters. Now this is a three-part series, so I hope you tune in to each and every one because I believe that God has something good for you to hear to encourage you along the way. Listen in. Good morning from wherever you are in this walk, in this life. Today, I wanted to share my thoughts on um, Christian podcasting. We are finding that there are many of us that are choosing to share our faith on in these, I heard somebody say, in these social media streets. And um, there's a fair share of challenges that goes with that. And I wanted to share some thoughts um, that I have been contemplating in my, in my walk. Um, with the Lord and in this calling, I too have chosen to share my faith as a, not just as a podcaster, but as a podcaster who um, chooses to share my faith on a regular basis. So I thought, you know what? I think that it's a good time to share Um, some thoughts on clarity for us because there are many of us that's out there doing the thing. And I think that we need some clarity on the whole subject as it relates to being a Christian podcaster. And what I mean by that is not just that you are a Christian, but you are a podcaster who chooses to share your faith Um, as a, you know, that's, that's the major part of your platform. So those are the people that I'm addressing, not necessarily those who are podcasters who happen to be Christians, but podcasters who are, who have chosen to share their faith, um, and to have open discussions about their faith as it relates to their podcast. So that's what I want to share on today. And I hope that what I have to share will be valuable to your life as you go forward um, in this industry. Um, I'm new to the industry, but um, there are some things that I believe that I have learned. um, And I think it's, you know, why not? Let's share it. Um, This is my third year in um, podcasting, though it is not my first time sharing my faith i have been a i have been a believer since i was a young girl um i have worked in in the church um mostly with uh children um i have had um opportunity to raise um three well now we have a we have a blended family we have five children but three of them in particular are my blood children and um i have had the opportunity 
to influence their lives. Um, one of them is a believe is a missionary. Uh, one of them is on the fence about where she believes, and the other one, I'm still not sure. But um, they have all been influenced by um, by the Christian faith um, for the most part, all of their lives. And so um, that has Christianity has been influenced an influence of my probably a good portion of my life since I was at least 16. I have been in um, I have been introduced um, to an influence, I can say, I guess that's fair to say that I've been influenced by um, a couple of different denominations. I think when I first um, was introduced to the Lord, I must have been, I guess it was uh, a Baptist de denomination, but I don't remember because I was so young. But then um, the, the time that I did remember and was um, an avid follower and my family wasn't really, um, it wasn't as supportive of it because when they did go to church, I guess, you know, if we want to talk about church, which that's, I, you know, you'll hear what I, I have to say about that. Um, but anyway, um, they were, so we went from being I'm influenced by um, Baptists, um, probably Seventh-day Adventists, um, my stepfather was a Jehovah Witness. Um, my um, uh, non-denominational, I think I've been influenced by Pentecostal, uh, Methodist um, denomination. I guess if, if you want to put a label on it, um, I guess I probably would land in more so in a, in a charismatic sort of kind of non-denominational type of flow. Um, as far as theology is concerned. Um, but the biggest part about uh, me is I am more about um, relationship than I am about religion. But I can say that I have been influenced by, by those particular denominations and theologies. Whatever the case might be, as a Christian podcaster who emphasizes their faith, I wanted to share some thoughts that I had about um, about the whole the whole thing of of being a podcaster who happens to be a Christian who happens to use um, their faith as far as the, the the centerpiece of conversation more or less. And the thing about it is is that one thing that the first thing I want to share before I do anything else as a Christian podcaster. I always, I do believe in any time that I'm going to talk about God um, and Jesus, I'm going to always open up with a word of prayer because I believe that when I pray, I invite, we are inviting God into the, the conversation because, okay, let's be honest, this whole, this whole podcast is about him anyway. So I want to invite him and I want to um, just invite him into our conversation and hope that um, those who will hear um, their hearts and their lives will be influenced in a positive 
um, direction and one that I hope will lead them to a a desire to want to know God in a more intimate way. So with that, um, if you would allow me to, let's go to God in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I do thank you, Father, that God, you have allowed me to be a part of this platform. I thank you, God, for the boldness. I thank you for the faith to believe that, God, you are with us. And I'm asking, God, for those who are looking for clarity, um, those of us who have chosen to be bold enough to share our faith, that we will be encouraged by this conversation because that's its whole purpose. I also pray that God, in the midst of the conversation, that someone will be um, encouraged, that their lives will be changed, and that you, most of all, most of all, paramount, is that you will be glorified. Lord, you said in your word that if you be lifted up, you will draw all men to you. Lord, this is not about sorry um one of the things that one of the things that i would like to share first is when you are wanting to pursue a um i guess a career or maybe even if you want to look at it as a career um or as a ministry you do need to clarify what your purpose is. What is what are you trying to do? Um, is it about trying to get people to listen to you or to listen to God? What is your purpose? Because I think that if we do not clarify that, 
we can lose people, especially if we're doing it in the name of God. There are far too many of us who have taken center stage and are sharing the gospel with the wrong intent. Our intent, I strongly believe, should be to see people's lives be impacted in a way that will cause them to think about the living God. Can't nobody make you follow God. But I think that we have a responsibility as Christian podcasters to be mindful of the things that we share, especially in the name of God. Because those things that we share will impact, they have an impact. And we, it's far, it's far too great. We don't even know how much it, it imp impacts people's lives. But it, it, those things that we share, they impact them. I have to admit that initially when I started my podcast, my whole, I had no, I really, I had no, I started off as a blogger, honestly. And um, I'm still learning how to mas master the English language. So learning how to put it all together and all of that, that's, oh, it's a work in progress. I think that's why I decided to take my little self to school so that I could learn. But before I knew it, I found myself um, podcasting, talking. And it has been a journey. And one of the things that I'm learning in that journey is that I had to examine my why. Why are you here? Are you looking for per se followers? I wanted a community. I desired to have a community of folks that were like-minded, that had the same passion as I did. And it sometimes can be a struggle to try to look around and say, oh, how many people, how many people uh, listened to me today and were impacted if they were at all? Or were there are those, were there just spectators in the audience today? Or was there people there that wanted to hear the truth of God? I mean, what, but it really wasn't about who listened or was it really about why I was sharing what it was that I was sharing. And I think that does make a big, big difference. And so where God has really started to talk to me about in my prayer time is when I see that there are people that were willing to listen to me, I think that's the time to pray for them that maybe cuz i don't believe that i think taylor said something that sparked a thought in my mind that i don't think that people um go to god i think god draws them to him and sometimes you know they find themselves listening and don't really know how they ended up how did i end up wanting to read the bible how did i end up wanting to pray how did i 
end up wanting to know more about God? I mean, what 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 caused me to want to even get there? And there's a scripture, and I, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't prepare myself for that particular scripture, but there's a scripture in the Bible where it says that God draws all men to himself. And so if God is drawing all men to himself, then that would mean that whenever we are sharing, we need to be careful about the fact that there are people, you almost have to look at it as if that you are in a surgery room and you can't bring in anything dirty. Because if you bring in something dirty, somebody is bound to be infected causing an infection that would possibly kill them. So when we share the truth of God's word, we need to be, we need to study. But even when we don't know everything, because I don't think even the ones that have gone to seminary and all of this, I don't think they know everything either. But I think it's important that we are very, close to very mindful of our own relationships with God on and off air because I believe that it will come through when we are sharing this truth that we all believe I mean truly anything that I say is only a seed only God can make it grow. But even that seed, that seed should not be. We need to be careful that it's not corrupted. I read a scripture that I, I think I, I, I hope that I can find quick, quickly. I believe that it is in Matthew talks about um, that God has called, uh, he, he's, he has a call out. Some have been called and few have been chosen. But there's another scripture, and I believe it's in, um, in, Corinthian, in Corinthians, and I believe it's on around about 1 Corinthians, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where he talks about how he has given all of us different gifts but that he gets down to the whole meat of the of the matter and the whole meat of the body i mean of the of the uh of the passage is this and i think that sometimes we even when we look at different churches and now we have so many podcasts out there if we don't remember the main thing, the main person, the main, the, the thing that's essential, because I think that we can get really caught up on the thing that don't matter in the big old whole scheme of things. It says that, um, it says, I think in, in starting in verse, when I'm looking at first Corinthians chapter 12, it says, yes, the body has many different parts and not just one part if the foot says i'm not a part of the body because i'm not a hand that doesn't make doesn't make it less part of the body and if the ear says i'm not part of the body because i'm not an eye would that make it any less part of the body if the body if the whole body were an eye how would you hear and 
or if the whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if, if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the part we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen while the more honorable parts so do not require the special care. So God has put the whole body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts of the body that going on at 25. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. Verse 27, all of you together are Christ's body. Each of you is a part of it. Here are some of the parts God has appointed for the church. First, apostles, prophets, teachers, then those who do miracles, those who have the gift of healing, those who can help each other, gift of leadership, those who speak in unknown tongues. Are we all apostles? Are we all prophets? Are we all teachers? Do we all have the power to do miracles? Do we all have the gift of healing? Do we all have the ability to speak in unknown languages? Do we all have the ability to interpret or the unknown language? Of course not. So you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts. But he says on to verse 13 of chapter 13, he starts to talk about the gift of love, meaning that these things will last Three things will last forever. Faith, verse 13 of chapter 13. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. So what is your why? Is your why as a Christian podcaster about love? Is it about love? Essentially. I mean, yeah, you might be talking about a specific subject. But if you are a Christian podcaster and Jesus is the center of your podcast, always land back at this place of love, of love. I think that that's the most essential thing. And then it says, we, I could go on and on about the why. Investigate your why bathe your podcast in prayer i mean it is about jesus isn't it talk to the lord about why you are talking about your what you're talking about who are you thinking about who are you promoting Are you promoting your ideas, your theology, or are you promoting Jesus? We have to investigate our why. 
Is it about the numbers? I mean, Jesus would have died for one, but he died for all with the caveat that we get to choose if we are going to accept this free gift that God has offered. So my encouragement to Christian podcasters, you know, one of the things also that I wanted to say is that, you know, a lot of us are, you know, there are many that are in the marketplace and not, you know, there are many of us that are, are not affiliated with a church simply because some of us have, um, are dealing with and struggling with church hurt. Church hurt. That's another subject. But the thing about it is because we are out here in these, I guess you want to call it, I heard Taylor say, call, Taylor called it social media streets. Since we are here in these social media streets, sharing our faith, then we need to be mindful of the people that are listening to us share our faith. Share this. And I believe that it is good news to those who choose to believe, who choose to accept this God that we share. I mean, it's not an automatic. It is a choice. It's a choice. But I think that we need to be mindful of that as Christian podcasters. Who we who who's listening to us? Another I think is really important as Christian podcasters is that, and I think I've said that already, but I I, I just want to go back to it, is that, you know, sometimes we because it's such a broad audience, right? how we need to be careful to speak. Um, and I, 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 it's very hard to do that, at, I think, at times. But go in the direction that God leads you to go in. Sometimes we are so dogmatic to the point where we miss the thing that is most important in the conversation. And then we start arguing over it. Right. And we never get back to the essential that God has called us home to himself. He hasn't called you to think like me. He hasn't called you to have the same interpretation maybe as me, but he has called you to himself. And I think essentially, as we share our faith, we it's important that we are lifting him up and not our own and emphasizing our own ideas. Though I do understand that there are those of us who have been called to a specific, a specific thing that God has placed on your heart. I mean, 
God is God. And one person doesn't have the full interpretation of what God is saying. But I think that God has given us all a little here and a little there and a little here and a little there. Then we come together and then you get what it is that you need. But in order for us, we all need to remember that we are one body, one faith. This is about one God. And so I guess when we are going in that direction, those are the things that we need to be um, sharing. And I also believe, and I believe that that is what God has said, as I put in my, um, the title, Joshua 1 and 7, that is very important that whatever we share, that we share it courageously, that we share it boldly with no apology with no apology whatever it was that god has placed on your heart based on what the revelation that god has given you in his word it's very important that you speak it boldly you speak it courageously with no absolutely no apology i think that many of us are apologizing for what it is that god has revealed in his word that is truth the bible says especially when we're speaking from the word the bible says let god be true and every man a liar if the revelation that god has given you from his word his word not your own thoughts from his word, speak it boldly, courageously. God got your back. Regardless of what people may say about you or think it ain't about you or me anyway. So who cares, really? What matters most is that we share the good news in truth and that we share the good news in love. One of the things that in my journey of clarification that I, I wanted to share today. I had a lot of things. Y'all, I was all over my Bible and I said, gosh, what do I want to share? What do I want to share? And, you know, um, I was able, I was blessed to be able to, um, to join Taylor this morning. And um, as he was sharing and uh, we got, you know, for some reason, uh, we kept coming back to um, some thoughts that about, the different, you know, the, the camp of predestination versus the camp of uh, free will. And, you know, um, you know, some of us have a very deep conviction about predestination and others of us have a deep conviction about free will. I'm in a free will camp. He's in a predestination camp. But the thing about it is we're in the camp. <laughs> 
we're in God's camp. And, you know, I think that it's important that we emphasize, and as and, and my thought is this, is that we emphasize, I believe that my calling, I have been asking in my own way on this, in this podcast journey as a Christian podcaster, I have been asking God and, you know, asking for clarification. And when I first began um, podcasting, I thought it was more so to do with mental health. I mean, um, I really did um, because of the journey that God has brought me from. But the more I get into this thing, the more I see that God has drawn me in this direction. And I think about the things that God has allowed me to share over the last few weeks. It always goes in this direction. The direction is encouraging people toward an intimate relationship maybe even dangerous to be religious. And I'm going to say dangerous because I'm going to use my life as an example. When I first was when I first was introduced to the faith, I was so dogmatic to the point where I didn't want to be I felt like I started to see everybody around me because they didn't believe the way I did. I saw them as my enemy. I saw I saw them as the enemy. And the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but spiritual wickedness in high places. But religion caused me to see other people, 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 y'all, people. Religion caused me to see people as enemies. rather than recognizing that what I was struggling with was a spiritual component, not people, people, okay? Even up until I was married, I was looking at people as enemies. That's where religion caused me to be at. However, relationship drew me in a different direction. Relationship with the living God drew me in a different direction. And so when I look back over my life, I 
I've shared time and time again, I've shared my son because he's part of, I believe children will cause you to get on your knees, okay? Children will cause you to get on your knees. Children are a blessing from the Lord. When they good and when they bad, okay? When they, when they behavior is good and when their behavior is bad, they will cause, <laughs> they will cause you to become, if you will, quote unquote, spiritual because you need something higher than yourself. And so when my son started this journey that he's on, um, the, you know, he got caught up in a rebellious type of very different from the way he was raised choices, very different from the way he was raised. And when he was being raised, I would consider myself probably to be religious and I struggled to be in relationship with him because I could not understand why he wasn't following the rules that was placed before him. Rules that I found in God's word. I, I looked at them as rules. I didn't look at them as boundaries. I looked at them as rules and I raised them in that, that way. And it seemed as if as time went on, he was growing further and further away from me. And I couldn't understand why. I mean, I took him to church. I shared, we had Bible study. We went to Bible study. We had Bible study in our home. We played nothing but Christian music. Why was this kid so rebellious? I blame myself. But in the process of time, what it taught me was, what it taught me, number one, I wasn't, that it wasn't my responsibility. I mean, better yet, it was, God draws him. It, it wasn't about it was about first of all examining let me let me go back it was about first of all examining what am i teaching him am i teaching him religion what am i teaching them am i teaching them religion or am i teaching them how to have an intimate walk with the living god am i teaching them that or am i teaching them about a lifestyle a religious lifestyle that really mm, didn't really involve God. It had a lot to do with the rule sets, the rules, the rules. Not about relationship, not about seeing God as father. You hear people say, you know, God. But when you say father, that brings it back to relationship. So it wasn't about teaching them about relationship, about going to your father and sharing your heart and listening to him as he listened to you. And then looking at his word as a roadmap rather than a book of boundaries and rules and damnation and hell and all this, but looking at it as 
a loving God that sees all and knows all and created and shared with us boundaries for living because of his great love. Being able to share with them that salvation was not about necessarily the biggest thing was about the relationship, about the fact that God wanted the, what we had in the garden. Do you know that in the garden that we were naked? We wasn't even aware of the fact that we even had clothes on. We wasn't even aware of the fact, think about that. We wasn't even aware of the fact that we had clothes on. But now we cover up. Now we struggle to see things that are spiritual because of the boundaries that we have, the, the, the sin. We, the sin. Sin separates us from God. Therefore, we had to cover up. And so this whole journey of the Christian life is about getting back to the garden. Talking to Christian podcasters today. Sharing my thoughts to Christian podcasters today. And I would love for those of anybody with some thoughts on that um, to share with me. What are your thoughts as it relates to those of us? And I want it to be not about beating up, but about iron sharpening iron and getting to the place that we become better at what God, I believe, there are those of us that truly have been called to these social media streets to share the love of God with those who would, who would not otherwise even listen to us. The Bible being the best-selling book of all time, many of us have seen it. Maybe, look, anytime I even study, I can, I don't need a concordance. I can just kind of put a few words together and even Google would bring it up. That's how, how, how well known the Bible is. So because the Bible is well known, many of us still don't know what does that mean to me personally? How does this apply to me personally? We have been given a mandate. I was sharing this morning, God, I, I, you know, I'm, I married a country boy. I live in Texas and I married a country boy and I'm from the city. And look, I'm so citified to the point where when I was a kid, um, I didn't know that meat was a, came from an animal. I thought it came from the store, okay? Um, but I married a country boy who loves horses, right? 
And when we went to purchase our home, um, I wanted to live in suburbia. I wanted to live, you know, I didn't necessarily need to be in a gated community, but, you know, I didn't mind having my neighbors close or whatever. But his thing was, I want to be able to have horses. I don't want my, I don't want my neighbors to be close. Um, you know, I don't want to live so far out that we're so, we, we, you know, we're away from civilization, but I want, I want a nice piece of land. Being that we're not wealthy folks, you was either going to get a lot of land and a little bit of house, or you was going to get a, a lot of house and a little bit of land, right? That's what our finances dictated. So in order for us to have a lot of land, we had to have a little bitty house. So that's what we have. Never in my mind did I think that I would be on this amount of property. So part of the property is um, is cleared and the other half of the property is not, it's woods, it's just childish woods. And being that we're getting up in age, I'm in my fifties, my husband is near retirement in his sixties. And um, being that we're up in age, he says all the time, we're going to go and we're going to get that. We're going to clear it out and give me a tractor and I'm going to clear it out and this and that. And I'm looking at him like, what? I, I ain't going, who's going to clear it out? No, I mean, but anyway, we're going to clear it out. And then, you know, and all of this. So I say that to say is that the harvest is like that area on my property that's not cleared out. It's plentiful. The laborers are few. So those of us who have chosen to labor for the kingdom, we need to do it with a heart that, it, that is sincere, a heart that is compassionate, a heart that's pure, a heart that's, that's close to the heart of God. And that is a result of the way we live our lives on and off the air. What are our relationships like? What do those relationships look like? Because at the end of the day, the Lord says we will be known by the love. We'll be known by the love that we have shown and live. I'm not talking about the rules. I'm talking because really the boundaries that God talks about, if you will, if you will, the rules in the Bible essentially is the love. What kind of love have we exhibited toward other people in our lives, specifically starting with those who are in our homes? What do our marriages look like? What do our relationships with our children look like? What do we, what do our relationships with our coworkers look like? What do our relationships with our community look like? On and off the air. Because there are a lot of us that are not going to churches. They're listening to us. Those of us that are in the marketplace. Those of us that are that are in the fields sharing our faith they are listening i look back at some of i wanted to see who was listening and 
many of the people that I invited that I thought may want to listen, may be Christians or whatever. But what I noticed is a lot of times the folks that are listening in their bio, for the most part, are not believers. They're seekers. They're just seeking. Seeking to hear what I hope they're seeking to hear truth. Are we giving them truth, truth from the word, truth that truth from our inner beings? Are our motives as we share this, this word, is it coming from a place of truth and the only way that we know that is that we are pursuing the heart of god on and off the air on and off the air are we spending time with the living god on and off the air are we looking for people to pat us on the back on and off the air or are we living and i include myself are we living to promote the living god are we living as christian podcasters to promote the living god Yes, we have our differences. I thought to myself when I started podcasting, I said, Lord, there's so many of us out here. I mean, Lord, they not going to hear me. What do I have to say that's any different than what anybody else has to say? And what I believe about God and I don't have the scripture and the verse. And I think the next time that we, I join you, I will. But I believe that God, when God created us, I believe that there is not one person on this earth that is exactly the same. That's what makes God so much God. He has made us so individual. Our DNA, science has proven it, our DNA is so different from one person to the next. Our DNA is so different from the next. So when we start thinking to ourselves, well, you know, they promote the same thing I'm promoting. You know what? As an individual, you're promoting, I hope that, when you are, as a Christian podcaster, you are promoting Jesus Christ in your intimate, individual, who you are as a person relationship. There is nobody like you. There's no one like you. And so when you feel like you are just one fish in a big old sea, what I would say to you is that, and I have to be honest, 
I have to remind myself of this as well. God sees you. And you have value to the kingdom of God, regardless of how many people are listening. Even if there is one person that is listening, speak boldly. Speak with a heart of truth and speak in love. Knowing that whatever you said, something, hopefully something is going to be said that God is gonna take that one seed and plant it in their hearts. And then somebody else is gonna say something else and plant it in their hearts. And somebody else, and somebody else, and somebody else, and somebody else. And hopefully, at some point, it will cause them to want to know the living God and want to know him in a more intimate and personal way. That is my encouragement to those of us out here doing the Christian podcast thing. It can be a lonely place. But the thing about it is you're not alone because you're doing it. Hopefully you're doing it for the living God. And that's what matters. That is what matters the most. Is that you're doing it for the living God. He said. And I don't believe that God, um, I don't believe that he don't say nothing just to be saying something. His promises are true. We can stand on it. We can live on it. We can make a life off of it. He said that if he be lifted up, he will draw all men to himself. That may not be your podcast. But what matters is that they will be drawn to him. That's what matters. My last encouragement, and I hope that you take this as encouragement. My last encouragement is that we should all be praying for each other. We should be praying for each other, promote each other, promote each other. Be channel, tailor made. Hey, Miss Lisa, uh, change church. Uh, uh, I'm thinking about urban alternative. Um, so many ministries that have influenced my life in a mighty way power walk ministries uh living word fellowship church 
um, churches, podcasters, pastors, teachers, I tell you, that have sown seeds in my life, that have made a difference in my life, in the dark, dark places of my life, how I've heard your words, how I've heard the things that you have said that have drawn me to the living God. I thank you. And I want to encourage you to keep going. Run on anyway. Run on anyway. You have been called to a great work. You have been called to the great banquet. To invite others to the banquet. Who will come? We don't know. But how will they hear? Beautiful are the feet of the messengers. Beautiful, beautiful. Amber, you are beautiful. Lisa, you are beautiful. Taylor, you are beautiful. John, you are beautiful in the sight of the living God because you are sharing this good news. It's good news because God made a way. Had he not made a way, we would all be doomed for all eternity, but we're not. So that makes it good news. So we're sharing the good news each and every time we are allo allowed and afforded the opportunity to share this good news. Because it's good news, y'all. I hope that this podcast series is adding value to your your life, especially for those of us who are in the podcasting arena. If it is adding value, can you share it with a friend and follow us for more? There is more. But in the meantime, I hope that you were encouraged and that you keep fighting the good fight of faith.